0: <laughs> Whatever
1: you want, to do, do, <laughs> yeah. yes, yeah. You guys ready to do this? thing? I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're ready. I'm here. You're here. You're yeah. Your I'm wearing headphones. Ooh,
0: doesn't get more prepared for that. I mean,
1: hello. Got it. And welcome. So this is something random podcast where sometimes we're talking about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I'm your host, Charles Joseph Kelly.
0: And I am going to speak slower than that. I am your co-host, Michael C. McBeth.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Joel. <laughs> hey, welcome to the welcome to the speed party. Oh no, the, the speed force is what you we guys, call it. You guys are both in the speed force. We're in the speed force, Michael. Darn it! So, hi guys. That's the fastest I've ever talked in my life. That is very fast. <laughs> uh, talking about fast, I, I mentioned this on Facebook: the Peter Dinklage Doritos commercial where he mm-hmm. raps. Yeah, he, it's sped up. You can tell it's sped up. So the man who knows much or knows things doesn't know how to speak very quickly <laughs> like the, you can see the fire in the background just moving a little bit too quickly and uh, it's just like oh they just sped that up
2: you know I, I wanted to talk about that i just thought I thought about bringing that up as a subject on a future show i hate it when i turn on movies that are on mtv or, or some like cable basic cable network and they're sped up mm-hmm. it drives me nuts do they you know- do that because they can play more ads
1: yeah and sh- it just, it, they do that with TV shows.
2: It drives me crazy.
1: Yeah. I it, can't stand it. They speed it up about like 10%. So like even the laugh track is just like, ah, and it's just like, sounds weird. <laughs> yeah. It just sounds like SpongeBob and it's not good. <laughs> I notice it the most with like TBS and Seinfeld. And it just, it's weird. Cause I've watched those shows mm-hmm. so much and then I'm like, This just, this is just too fast. Yeah. It's it's the same here. I've, I, they do it with
2: Roseanne and the Golden Girls and all those reruns that they play. And they do it with movies every once in a while. Billy Madison was on the other day. Or no, it was Happy Gilmore. Going, this is like so sped up. I don't, it's just weird. It's weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, how people don't notice that, but
0: it's, you know, and I had. Something that I was going to say and I forgot.
1: Well, that's great. That's a bad. great story. I'm glad that you told it on our podcast Shut where it. people listen to you speak. Shut it, your beautiful face. It went by really quickly. Yeah, like Joel's mouth words.
0: Would it be ironic if we actually did speed up this podcast and post?
1: You know, I speed up a podcast and post, right? No. What? Insert glass shattering sound. Yeah, but I'm not going. I mean, it's like five percent. I need to get up.
2: the sound effect again? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it's okay. That worked really well in this this next week's episode. That was good. So, uh, guys, mm-hmm. what have you been watching this week? Oh, well, I um,
0: finally got to see Thor, Rag, and Rock. Did you watch it at home or in the theater? It had just moved over to the $2 theater, and it was Mm. actually $2 for a ticket. Wow. I didn't know they still did that. I thought they were up to 3 now, but yes, it was. I'm glad I got to watch it in theaters. Mm -hmm. Not that I wouldn't have enjoyed it watching it at home for the first time, but it was slightly better in theaters. Just the, the Led Zeppelin music just really hit home. Right and excellent excellent movie i really enjoyed it i i agree with all the things you said about it initially just the the f- factor of consequences and and actually moving the story forward mm-hmm. and not just going back to the status quo you right. know by the end of the film some of it felt a little too Deadpooly.
1: well it's it's also the the director is taika waititi who did what we do in the shadows so obviously it's gonna yeah. be like super jokey
0: yeah and i mean it worked really well overall but it it, would, it was just a little bit jarring, I think, I, I at agree. the beginning to to see this all new, really snarky Thor mm-hmm. and
1: Yeah, it didn't it didn't fit with the, the two previous movies. Exactly. And I think that's my biggest problem, but yeah, it was good. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say
0: was that I was reminded yet again how frustrated I get when trailers ruin things. Mm-hmm. That's why I love Cloverfield so much because there was nothing given away in the trailers, and then uh, Ten in Cloverfield Lane, no one even knew it was happening until it was a month out. Mm-hmm.
1: And I and love... then there was Cloverfield Paradox, which released the day the trailer came out, and then Cloverfield Four is going to be out for like a year before the trailer hits. I think. Oh my gosh, no, no that just, would be great. No, it <laughs> yeah, That's <a> dumb joke.
0: <laughs> but uh, not only did the Thor Ragnarok trailer giveaway did you see the trailer at least for it i had you know i haven't okay (laughs) um i don't i don't know where you're at spoilers wise i don't want to i i probably won't ever watch it okay (laughs) let's
1: be real here it's joel and superhero movies (laughs) right yes fair (laughs) but
0: the fact that that the hulk was such an integral part of the film i think should have been left completely out of the trailers i know that they want to get people excited about the fact that the Hulk is there. Mm-hmm. But that would have been such an amazing reveal. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> to to have him in this some other planet that he has no idea where he's at, and he's stuck in this gladiator situation and suddenly his contender is the Hulk. I oh my gosh. I would have just lost my mind if I had seen that for the first time. In the theaters. I
2: I think I do know what you're talking about. Is that where the Hulk shows up and he's like, I know him. I know him. He's a friend from
1: work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, like, that just happens in every movie that you go see that a trailer's been out for, right? They say the joke that was in the trailer and everybody goes, hmm. Yeah. In the theater. It's just like, nobody finds it funny because they saw it 500 times before it came out. Exactly. And I made the mistake of watching
0: the Infinity Wars trailer before this and that gave away several key factors to this movie as well um just simple shots of you know a close-up on thor's face and then a shot of the tesseract and all that stuff is like okay great cool now i know almost every bit about how that movie's
1: going to end Mm -hmm. (laughs) joel what have you been watching this uh
2: okay so i finally watched that movie life of pi i had never seen it before oh me neither. And I watched it last night for the first time and it's really good. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, no, that's it's great. great. It's super visually just stunning. It's so beautiful. It's um, I mean it's a lot of the computer generated stuff but it's so realistic and it's so and the story is really beautiful as well. I loved it. I thought it was really great and I think it was um, it was nominated for Best Picture. I know that, and I think
1: it won. It won. It won Best, Best Director. Maybe? Well, it won Best Special Effects. And the reason why. Oh, yeah. Okay. The reason why I know that it won Special, special, special Best Special Effects is, is because <laughs> talking too fast there. Mm, yes, uh, <laughs> is because the company that did the special effects for it went out of business like the week that they won the award. Oh jeez. Yeah. Oh, so, I didn't know that. That's depressing.
2: It re- it was really cool though, and I recommend it. Um, I also
1: went to some live
2: theater this weekend. I saw. Wow. Yeah, I saw Fun
0: Home. Do you guys know about Fun Home? I do not. Yeah. I I saw I saw that post about audience reaction. Yeah, okay. which was really sad. So I saw Fun
2: Home when it came through um, the national tour, which was great. Uh, my friend Elisa is in it right now, and I went and saw her do it here in town. And the show is. <laughs> I, I'm not one of those people that feels that being gay needs to be normalized but it does for a lot of people, and this show does a really good job of it. I feel like people that are uncomfortable with being around gay people or even hearing stories about gay people could go to this show and understand it a lot better. Because mm-hmm. it's the true story of um, a lesbian who grew up with a father who was in the closet, basically. Not even in the closet, but in the closet to his family. It's done really well. So, th- and show I- I'll-, I'll go ahead and say that the show's playing at Midtown, in town, if you want
0: to go check it out, it's really good. In in is it in the middle of town?
1: Uh, you know, it's actually the south part of town. Yeah, it's, it's the edge of town rather yeah. than the
0: midtown. But how that, unfortunate! Yeah. That's <laughs> what
2: they decided to call it for whatever reason. Um, but it is really good, and it's the story is really touching. I think you should check it out. I also saw. Always Patsy Cline, (laughs) Um, which someone who's very near and dear to me is. Oh, your lady friend is in 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 the show. Jalen plays Louise, who's like uh, other than Patsy Cline, she's like the main character. She's Mm -hmm. the narrator of the story. She it's her story, and it's a true story of this lady Louise Seeger who met Patsy Cline and and how and what happened in their relationship. And she is fantastic. As well as Charlotte, who plays Patsy Cline, she looks like her, she sounds like her. She really worked hard on this show. It's playing at the same theater, what? which is on the south end of town. Now,
1: <laughs> is is it my mind like exploding. is it like a dueling piano kind of situation where they're playing both shows to the same audience at the same time? No, they're different they're a different theater space. If I
0: knew but... <laughs> any of the songs from Fun Home, I was going to try to do this battle royale thing ding just ding now. Ding I, ding I, ding, ding, no. <laughs> but they're uh, Always
2: Petsy Cline they do it in the round which is a great way to do this show. I gotta tell you Always Petsy Cline is a show that's super super close to my heart. Mm-hmm. It's like it was the first show I ever directed. It was my first set that I designed by myself. And it was gorgeous. I saw it. And it's um, to this day like probably thank you probably still my uh, pride and joy when it comes to sets top to bottom because I loved that set. I loved the show. I took a lot of pride in like getting people to come to it and stuff. Right. And um, they do a really, really good job. That's awesome. So, yeah. The other thing I watched, of course, was... I did watch the
1: Super Bowl, but let's talk about the Super Bowl halftime show. Do you guys watch it? Yes. Okay. Have you not watched it? I haven't watched any of the Super Bowl. Uh, I watched some of the commercials. I'm so burnt out. It
0: was just celebrities. All the commercials were... There were no jokes. It was just... Hi, I was in this thing. I feel like the last few years the commercials have really
2: been missing. I mm-hmm. did like There's the a Tide co- commercial. There's a couple really All good the Tide ones.
0: commercials with the with the
1: cop from Stranger Things. Yeah. Where <laughs> okay. he's like he's like, every commercial is a Tide commercial if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I that was, those those are okay.
2: I, I I thought it was fun. There was one with um some football players doing dirty dancing. That was fun. Yes, that was the winner in my
0: m- mind.
2: Yeah, I didn't know who they were because I don't know football players, but it was funny to see them. We actually replayed it, <laughs> so other than that, the commercials, I, I, yeah. there weren't a ton of memorable ones. The yeah. Morgan Freeman Peter Dinklage one was okay.
1: Yeah, until um, I ruined the the thing. Well, you know, that's how it goes. But Justin Timberlake, tell me, okay, Justin Timberlake. Okay, so this is I, this is what I need you guys to do. This is this Kay. is the bit. Okay, this is what is the you path? guys you guys are sports announcers. Okay. And you're going to do a play by play for Justin Timberlake's halftime show. Sounds good to me.
2: Well, welcome back. How you doing over there, Michael? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you today, Joel? You know, I'm
0: doing okay. We just got back. I'm gonna. I'm telling you, we are ready to see this show. I don't know about you. Oh, I am so ready. Ever since his band back in the early 2000s, this has just been a long time coming, Joel. <laughs> right you are, Michael. Right you are. And here we are. They're coming out now. He's coming up the staircase. Oh, well, here no, he he's, he's starting in an indoor
2: concert. What is happening here, Now, folks? he's not on the field. I don't know where he is. But he's he's not in a club? Is he even in the stadium? Now, I see people trying to ignore him. They must be acting because this is not what actual people would do because there is some
0: some obvious choreography happening here and i do love the choice joel that he is singing the exact same song that he was banned (laughs) for initially that was a bold choice to mock himself and oh look at that he is stopping right before the moment when he exposed (laughs) I, i gotta tell you i gotta tell you Oh man, this is this is very unpretentious though. Joel, I, I am loving it, I got to say. And a very long Prince
2: tribute. Now, now if you're just tuning in, if you're just tuning in, it's a shame because this is one of the best performances we've seen in the history of halftime shows. So, yeah. How many stages can they fit on this field, Joel? I, I don't know. I, 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 right now they're down on the on the turf. <laughs> If you look at this, play it back. Oh, yep.
0: He's on the turf. That's not normal. That doesn't always happen. No, indeed. Talk about unpretentious, I've got to say. And now he is going into the stands, (laughs) taking selfies. Look at him. Wow. What does he think is going on? (laughs) He is so confused and just sitting there. I'm standing next to Justin Timberlake. He may have
2: made that boy's life. Oh, absolutely. I think that's enough of that. Yeah, I I think think so.
1: All right, I need like a few minutes because that was was the best decision I've ever made in my entire life. Enjoy that bit, did you? Yeah, it was great. Now, let me tell you.
2: (laughs) Receding back into normal. Receding back into normal talk. My announcer ended up sounding like Tom Hanks, by the way. It did, it very much did. uh, (laughs) It was Tom Hanks playing a sports announcer. (laughs) But uh, I thought, his dancing is always great. I, I love his dancing. The choreography was awesome. Um. He could have sang a lot more. I felt like he didn't sing very much. I and it wasn't a lip-syncing thing. I think it was that he just was. It was like more about where he was going, what he was doing, Mm -hmm. and the dancing, which is fine. But I wanted to hear him sing. I wanted to hear his voice. I think it was very
0: well done in the sense that he redeemed himself for past mishaps. And I mean, regardless of whose fault it was and whether or not he knew, is it's still unclear. But... Uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about the Jana wardrobe malfunction. Oh, with, the boob. Janet the, Jackson. The, the, the live titty. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't expose anyone's boob this time, so... That's a much better start, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah. I did love how unpretentious <laughs> it was. I really did. Just the fact that he... It, for the most part, it was just him and a few dancers. Yeah. And and then he had everyone bring their cell phones out and light up that the stands. That was cool. Mm. It was down to earth. It was clean. Mm-hmm. It was family-friendly, which is what the
2: halftime show should be, because there's yes. a lot of kids watching with their families. Um, and I, I, I just... Justin Timberlake to me is I well, I said this last week when we were talking about the Grammys about I can't remember I think pink but he is he's a class act I yeah. think and he got a lot of he's already getting he's already getting stuff on the internet for bad sound mm-hmm. and moving around too much and it's like you can you can't please everybody no. I no. thought it was great it I, was one of the be, one of the better too. shows I've seen
0: I think it's gotten so gimmicky and we're finally moving away from that I mean gosh when was it Kelly Clarkson yeah it was Kelly Clarkson right who did a few years ago
2: uh, the halftime show? I Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. what Because the
0: Eye of the Tiger is her song, right? I... That's, oh, that's Katy Perry. That's Katie Katy Perry. Perry. Katie, Perry. Katie Perry. Thank yeah. you. Was Thank it... you. Sorry. Yes, Katy Perry. Wow. Um... <laughs> But that's I know my, what you're that's my about music though. knowledge. Yeah, she rides in on this like gigantic Transformer-style tiger. And it's just like, what is that? Why? Who, yeah. who cares? That was
2: big. And then the cherry picker and the guys in yeah. shark costumes yeah, and stuff. Yeah,
1: we, oh, we, we got Left Shark. I mean,
2: we did left get shark Left Shark year. out of that
0: show. That was, and and that like, was a win. <laughs> the
2: Think with that is, like, cool show. Awesome. A little overproduced for me mm-hmm. i yeah. like this one it was simple mm-hmm. it wasn't simple but it was simpler than what we've seen yes um, there was there was yeah. a lot
0: of there was a lot of tech that went into it but the clearly the tech was designed to simplify it right yeah yeah um like i, I like the um
2: the rows of people with the mirrors mm. that was yes. just such a cool effect and it was so simple they were just moving
0: mirrors back and forth and it looked like Blinking lights. Yeah. and it then they really then cool. they moved on to his song from
1: Trolls, whatever that one's called. Uh, Can't
2: fight the feeling.
1: Yeah, and, <laughs> and and they all flip their mirrors uh, over. Hold on, them- hold on, hold on, hold on, Joel. Yeah, what was that again? <laughs>
2: Can't find the feeling. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Any longer now that I have a clean version of that, that's going to be my new ringtone on my phone. Thank you very much. (laughs) Fabulous. Yeah, and then they flipped over their mirrors and they had all these
0: uh, different colors on the back side of their mirrors. Really cool. Changed changed songs right then, and it was just really seamless. And let's talk about the Prince tribute. Yes,
2: you got to watch this, by the way. Uh, So, coming from a big Prince fan, obviously they're in Minneapolis. They were there were even bets beforehand if whether or not he was going to do a prince song purple rain whatever and i'm like you know he probably will do something small maybe a little short snippet or a medley or something mm-hmm. i didn't expect that hmm. giant projection of prince
1: and everything and he's getting crap for it oh wait was it it was it like a like a whatever they call it what they did with Tupac hologram because hologram.
2: Prince did not want a hologram apparently ever because he thinks holograms are evil or no, it whatever was, it was it was just a
1: really it was big, a big old projection sheet. with a projection okay so yes. it was just like Prince's face with like him doing mm-hmm. a thumbs up smiling going <laughs> no <laughs> yeah, you he's saying no, he exactly. sang with
2: Prince yeah. the way Janet did with he Michael harmonized him. Okay. and that makes sense um it was great Prince fans I'm sure loved it yeah I loved it. And then you got Sheila E. who was close with Prince that comes in and says, Prince didn't want this. Um, He didn't want to be ever performing with someone that he wasn't meant to be performing with. That's why he wasn't alive during this time or whatever. And he always wanted artistic um, approval over everything that he ever did, which is fine. They let him do it though. Prince's mm-hmm. people let him do it. Yeah.
0: So, uh, so, yeah, is, is she the end all on, on who's to say right. what Prince wanted? I don't know. And disrespectful or not, it was so cool. It, it was wasn't. great. He
2: harmonized with Prince, mm-hmm. and it was cool. I loved it. I thought it was great. Right.
0: Yeah, it was the only reason they sat through the Super Bowl. The The game was actually good, too, though, um, quite honestly. Regardless of uh, who won or lost, I, was, I, I finished that and... And was like, you know what? That was an exciting game. It was well played by both teams. Yeah, I don't usually get into it, no matter who's
2: playing. Like even the, if the Broncos are playing, I'm like, cool, they're gonna win. I like, I just don't get into it. This one was intense, though. Everyone yeah. was like biting their nails at the yeah. end because it was
1: really close. So it really was. It was fun I was watch. biting my nails too, but that's just because that's what you were doing. That's, what I, was, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I used to bite my nails, but I got tired of taking my shoes off. Oh my goodness. <laughs>
1: Gross. You're welcome. That's fucking gross. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, okay, so I-, I will mention that I was excited for the Super Bowl because they did announce Cloverfield, and I did watch it the moment the game was over because that's what they said. Um, and I won't talk about that. You guys can listen to last week's episode uh, where I did talk about about cloverfield specifically we have a new segment called making a movie it's its own separate show there's a lot of spoilers in that don't listen to it if you haven't watched it um, <laughs> i won't yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> and i
0: promised charles that if uh, he threatened even, i i promised threatened. that if he even joked about spoiling anything with cloverfield that i would stab him in his achilles tendon <laughs> <laughs> which
1: how did you know that was my kink I thought you were going to say the, weakness. The <laughs> the one, <laughs> like, the, one the one thing that I will say about the movie is it is one of the best 3 Cloverfield movies. That's good. It's right. funny. It's funny because there's only 3 of them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyways, okay. <laughs> all right, I've got
1: one other thing, uh, and that's because this week is brought to you by MoviePass. Holy fucking shit, MoviePass is the best thing <laughs> that I have ever spent money on. Are you back on MoviePass? Yeah, it's 10 I bucks you, a month, dude. I and now you were off of it for a little while. Yeah, I, well, because it was originally like 40 bucks a month. Oh. Yeah. And it, that, still, at the time, when I was going to see movies, like every other day when I was working for uh, that U-Haul, I, I was spending so much freaking money on tickets. This time, 10 bucks a month. That's it. And I can go see anything. anything. I need, yeah, I need to do that.
2: Every time we go to the movies, we go, oh, we, f- we forgot to sign up that pass. We told we were going to do it. And then we never
1: do. I went to see five movies this last week. Five. I went to see Greatest Showman twice. It was so good. <laughs> um, but I did see, I finally saw A Shape of Water, which, holy cow Yeah, how is that? It's amazing. Yeah. It's so good. It, that's, okay, so we talked about how Greatest Showman deserves a stage show, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this show should or this movie should definitely be a stage production. Could work, huh? Did they did they answer the question? What the shape of water is? It's a lizard dude that she bones. Okay, yeah, yeah that's the shape. Is that a spoiler? No, I mean that's literally <laughs> in the trailer where they bones. She bones. Yeah, that's kind of what it's about. Yeah, it's it's about oh, having that's sex right. with that that yeah. one. Yes, now I know which one you're talking about. It's, uh, and it's great. It's such a good love story, and I highly recommend it. And Doug Jones. And it's Doug Jones, who I love. Yeah. Doug Jones, who does everything. With like visual makeup, with Guillermo de Toro uh, is in this, and he plays the lizard person, and he's great in it too. So, I, I like that you sort of didn't get my joke. I don't think. All right, all right, I will is give you the a shape of two. water, a trapezoid.
2: It's a circle.
1: Oh, Okay, thanks. I don't know. <laughs> the silence coming from me is me realizing how fucking dumb that joke was. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> It was absolutely dumb. I, I
1: can't decide if the joke was dumber or the fact that you didn't track with it. So uh, <laughs> moving on from your stupid, shitty joke, uh, <laughs> MoviePass is such a good deal. Like, I, I highly recommend it. This is not an ad. Uh, we're not being paid to say this, but holy crap. I, I canceled my Hulu account, which is costing me $11 a month for no commercials to go see things at theater. It's so worth it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yes. Good Eight. Speaking, speaking of Hulu, did you ever watch that Handmaid's Tale? I watched a couple episodes. I, it's not for me. weren't feeling it. It's not. Mm. It's not for me. Uh, also, I was. It's very dark and gloomy, of a show. So it's kind of hard for me to watch. But okay, I never
2: watched it. But they make references to it in the new RuPaul's show, and um, they're all going over my head. But
1: whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 hard to watch. But I mean, like, it's understandable <laughs> that it's hard to watch. It's good television, but it's just
2: it's just not for me. Not our thing. Fair, Fair enough. Okay. Well, anyway, whatever.
1: Cool. Moving right along. Here. Yes, indeed. So, Michael, you mentioned that that you were pissed off because the trailer kind of ruined everything for for you for that movie. So, yes. why don't we ruin every other movie possible that's Excellent. coming up? So, yeah. welcome to Trailer Talk, uh, a show where we talk trailers. <laughs> that's... Is that the that's theme the song? That's the new theme song for uh, Trailer Talk. That's not, that's not going to happen. No? Okay. That's, that's, I'm glad that you brought something to the table, but it's going to be pushed off, so the dog's going to eat it. Oh. Okay. Wow. That's wow. Um... it's really kind of mean. Uh, so anyways, we've got three movies this week that we're going to be talking about. Um, and we watched the trailers before we came in. Or we were supposed to. Anyways. Yes. Uh, looking at you, Mr. Mr. MacBee. I didn't watch any of these trailers. So we're gonna talk about the first one, which was Unsane.
0: <laughs> which <laughs> just reminds me of somebody one time who they were they were saying their boss was was yelling at all of them. For something or another, but he said, "You guys are being so unprofessional," <laughs> <laughs> and it just got them to be even more ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, insane rather than insane.
1: So, it's a terrible movie title. I'm sorry. It looks like a. It could be a really good movie, but oh man, that title's rough. It looks low budget too. What's wrong Am with I... the title? Unsane. She's not insane. That's the joke. It's no,
0: a pun. I, 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 yeah. I, get the,
1: I get the wordplay. I just... insane, insane. I thought it was kind of cool. But um, okay, okay. It also, I don't know if you saw that in the trailer, but Jay Farrow from SNL is in it. Yeah, the, the guy listen. who does the all the voices. Yeah.
2: D- I, wanna, I was going to ask you guys. There's two people in the trailer I was going to ask you if you caught. Jay Farrow was one of them. Did you catch the other guy? Did you catch who the stalker was? It's Joshua Leonard. You know who that is? Yeah, No. He's the he's the guy from the Blair Witch Project.
1: Oh, yes, he is. With James Allen McCune No, 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 no. Well, no, I know, but yeah. James Allen McHugh was in the Blair Witch Project. No, the original Blair Witch Project movie. With James Allen McCune. Who's that? The actor, James and He's in it, and he plays himself in the movie. Who is
2: it, though, in the movie? I'll show you. Okay, anyway, I recognized him because he was on Bates Motel. He... Uh, the party played. I was like, it took me a second to go. God, that guy reminds me of Joshua from the Blair Witch Project, and come to find out, it was him. And then he, they only show him for really short seconds in that trailer, mm. and I went, "That's him." I had to look it up to make sure it was him. But anyway, um, I think it looks cool. I think it looks. I think awesome it looks really scary good. It looks terrifying. Again. Yeah,
0: thrilling and and very relevant, like socially relevant. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's talking specifically about. Being stalked, and I feel like that's a very relevant topic mm-hmm. these days. Oh yes. Um, I I'm trying to figure out if they were actually attempting to affect a low budget feel, Uh yeah, Blair wondering. Witch or Paranormal Activity or something like that, where because because it really does look like not the best camera work and lighting is. Off somehow. I don't know. It just didn't feel like a major cinematic piece. And I'm not sure if that's intentional or not. Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I've got to apologize. Mm-hmm. James Allen McEwen was not in Blair Witch Project. He was in Blair Witch. I'm sorry. I um, told you he's not in that movie. I will um, take 30 spankings.
2: I thought you were so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: yeah. So, anyways,
0: and, uh, what, what tool do we get to use for your 30 spankings? Mm. <laughs>
2: It, it's one of those bundles of sticks that looks like a man from the
1: Blair Witch Project. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it would be very painful. It seems like it would like break after like two or three. No, it depends like... on what kind of sticks you use. I mean,
0: we could get bamboo. It's a big
1: one. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's just a big, I got big one Blair of, Ridge I man. got one of them big ones. Yep. Uh, so... We had number two, which, Joel, did you have the, the name for that one?
2: Yes. When we first met. Now, let me tell you about when we first met. Um, when was his, that? That was uh, in Greeley. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what's this guy's name? Adam Devine? Divine? What's his name? Uh, the main guy? Adam Devine. Adam Adam. I can't stand him. I can't stand him. There's no appeal to me for him. I think he is not funny. The funniest thing he did was, were those commercials where he's at a spa. Um, I've seen him in lots of things, and I never laugh at him. I just don't like the guy. I don't have a feel for his comedy. And the other guy in the movie, um, I wrote his name down, Andrew Batchelor, mm-hmm. who is known better as King Bach from Vine and other social media. Oh, cool. No, it's not cool. I hate no. him. He ruined Vine. Oh, He's the reason guy. Vine died because him and all the other super popular viners demanded to get paid and um long story short they're the reason that Vine had to die because oh their careers to Vine and then ruined it and now they're doing movies and I and
1: he sucks. That is upsetting. <laughs> okay, quick tangent. Quick tangent on the Vine the Sorry. Vine train rant. Are you going to Vine, join Vine? Are yeah. you going to join V2 when it's out? I don't know. Maybe. Is I there know.
0: a new version
2: of Vine coming out? Mm-hmm. Oh. I feel like um, some of those ships have sailed. I don't think it's ever going to be the way it was, but we'll see.
1: So fun fact for our audience, one of the m- biggest thing that Joel is known for is being a vine celebrity that is his claim to fame i, I don't well, know the, if i was a celebrity but that's what they well all say yeah you're so humble in fact i don't uh, I, I don't even want to say i don't know if i was a
2: celebrity i wasn't a celebrity <laughs> i had a lot of followers but that doesn't
0: that could mean anything mm-hmm. <laughs> i liked your uh what was it the taco one taco tuesday oh
2: yeah i, I still do taco tuesday on snapchat yep yeah, yeah. yeah. that one has stayed alive Excellent. Um, this movie though, I, I I'm not feeling this because I feel like it's fifty first it's been done before. It's fifty first dates, meets Groundhog Day, meets big. Thank yep. you. Yes. And it looks just it meets looks silly. that episode of Family Guy. It's like <laughs> we've seen it done before. The comedy's not there. If the be, if the funniest parts are in the trailer, I can tell the movie's not gonna be funny. Because yeah. I didn't laugh watching
1: that trailer. Oh, <laughs> oh, me neither. So this is a Netflix movie? Netflix's yeah. movie is really kind of suck they're not I know, that they're, hitting, they're, they're it seems like they've been really hit and miss mostly miss <laughs> mostly mess yeah.
2: the shows yeah. they've had have been great yeah
0: yeah i think they should stick with series
2: but i don't know and you know i could be wrong i would watch this and it could be the funniest thing i've ever seen right. but i highly doubt it. i feel like it's gonna be one of those bad movies with funny parts in it yep that's how we feel about uh what's the movie Hang- hangover mm. the, you know, okay, yeah. like it's the movie is so stupid it has a couple funny parts in it but i can't stand any of those yeah. films like at all and I can't deny that there are a couple good jokes in them, because there mm. are. But I would never want to watch that movie again. Sure. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: So, what,
2: uh, no, any of I had
0: a similar impression. Yeah. I mean, Groundhog Day definitely came to mind. And I'm just like, well, I, are we just trying? I mean, is this like, this movie is to Groundhog Day what How I Met Your Mother is to Friends, you know? Where it's just like <laughs> a modern retelling of basically the same story. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and yes I agree with what's his name? Levine? Adam Devine Adam Devine. Not to be confused
2: um, with Adam Levine. Right. From yes. Five. They're not... actually
0: cousins. Oh okay. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> he just decided to put a D in his name instead of an L. Yeah
1: that's that's how that's how you can tell people are cousins when their last names are spelled differently.
0: <laughs> with a different first letter? Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah I, I've never been a huge fan of his. He, he always seems to play a very douchey character. Yeah. And and the one exception was Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. I was thoroughly surprised at how much I enjoyed that movie, mm-hmm. even though it was dumb, as dumb as I expected, but <laughs> I still had a good time. And Yeah, it was good. Th- this one, he doesn't have the Zac Efron,
1: Anna Kendrick, Aubrey Plaza um, backup. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Alright, let's move on to movie number three. Movie number three, Game Night. Game Night, starring Jason Bateman and not Parker Posey. The not other Parker one.
0: Posey. Yeah, the other one, not Parker Posey. Uh, <laughs> the, the, one of the three actresses that all look alike. I I got to say, I am actually excited to watch that one mm-hmm. just for fun. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't have high expectations, but I do love Jason Bateman. I do love that comedy style. It's kind of date night meets the house. Yeah. Yeah. And, Wait, okay. and both so, of those movies I enjoyed
1: so. So date night is where they're like out on a date at night, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it is. How did you guess? <laughs> the house the is the one right. where they create a casino in their house, right? Yes. So that is literally the combination of those two things. Exactly. Like that's not even like comedically. It's what the movie. Yeah, that's like the. Yeah, I thought that through. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's funny
2: though is you know I I look at uh, when we first met as it's it's all these movies we've seen before and game night is kind of a couple movies we've seen before but game night looks good <laughs> yeah it does
0: <laughs> so I, sometimes I, the formula
2: works it also looks done like it also looks well done yeah
1: here's here's my thing i i'm very skeptical of trailers nowadays trailers are usually pretty decent for the mm-hmm. most part and you can get like a good idea for, unless it's like a really bad movie yeah. you can tell like i'm not going to spoil things uh but this looks like a good trailer i can't tell if it's going to be a good movie yeah if that is the only good jokes in the movie in that trailer i am not going to enjoy it yeah
2: and you know we we have been um fooled by trailers before where we're sometimes we think the best jokes quite often the best jokes are in the trailer but sometimes they're not always no. sometimes they are uh, they pull a really
0: couple good ones and, out at the movie and date night did that mm-hmm. i there were so many jokes i mean because it's freaking Tina Fey and mm-hmm. Steve Carell, Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. and and at first i was worried they might be like Competing for the spotlight, but they they worked really well together. But yeah, there were so many jokes, and even some of the uh, bloopers at the end showed how <laughs> much ad libbing happened. Um, where they were just like making up, they're just spitballing all sorts of different lines um, because that's their style, and so it made the movie work. I love bloopers. Mm. I love it when they show
2: bloopers at the end of a movie. That's one of my favorite things. Um anyway, um I like serious movies that have funny parts like pulp fiction and I like funny movies that have serious parts like game night. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's cuz it's I don't want to say the best of both worlds but it could be, you know, it has potential to be when you have two things like super serious people being shot and tied up and super funny things like Pouring Chardonnay on your wound instead of rubbing alcohol. <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: right. Which, yeah, I mean, when we first met, it looks like it's just leaning into the goofy comedy. And, yeah. and when it's something we've all seen before, then no one's going to care.
1: All right. Out of the three movies that you guys
0: just saw, what are you the most excited for? Game night for me, just because I'm not a fan of horror, even though this is clearly a psychological thriller this unsane thing i i might watch it but i would be more prone to watch game night mm-hmm. joel
2: i would say unsane game night looks great and i would probably enjoy it but i would say unsane
1: because i actually do like as you know the horror psychological thrillers right, 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 right. i'm gonna say unsane too um yeah. mostly because i love that genre and i think that there needs to be more good horror and that looks like it's going to be good horror yeah. wait also, are they also
0: working on a sequel to unsane already
1: unsane part two. unsane two <laughs> unsaner so hey michael you know the silence
0: <laughs> yeah and i love silence mm-hmm. i love filling okay. silence cool i cool. gotta cool. say i'm excited to see jay
2: Farrow do something sure. more serious yeah mm-hmm. I'm, because, I'm kind of excited about that yeah. because
1: he's only known on on snl as the 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 voice dude. Yeah, he did impressions. And he's in a
2: show now. I haven't seen it and I wanted to watch it. It's I think it's called something about white people, white people rich or something like that, where his agent tells him to act like a white person or something. Okay.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. I saw the trailer for this. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I haven't ever seen it. And I meant to start recording it. And I just had, it's probably on demand
0: somewhere. I got to find that and watch right. it.
1: But. All right. Michael.
0: Uh, yes, indeed. I have got a six degrees challenge for y'all today. Wow. Oh. I know. So keeping with the fact that this is valentine's day that we are releasing this i mm-hmm. would like to do this romantic comedy style it's six degrees rom Comedition. so what i would like you to do is connect in six steps or less audrey hepburn to natalie portman um real quick refresher Mm-hmm four six degrees have to know the name of the actor Jesus. have to know the name of the movie and the other thing is that you do have a requirement to no that's, that's already romantic comedies that's already fucked romantic that's so no, 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 we can do yeah. that will we be easy okay. i promise you i mean even if you just think of a romantic comedy that both of those actresses are in
1: now okay question do you consider the Star Wars prequels as a c- romantic comedy. Only Attack of the Clones. Okay, only Attack of the Clones. Yep. Okay, cool. <laughs> fuck.
0: But not really much of a comedy. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick more romantic break romantic here, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to put a full six minutes on the clunk for you. A full six. Wow. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. All right, so not here we on. go. Okay. All right, fuck. Uh, you're peeking, by the way. I don't
1: oh, know if yeah, you're, you're peeking okay. the entire time. It's oh. this it's mic. It's not Hey, friends, this is your humble host, Charles, just checking in to see how things are going. Hey, I'm kind of in crunch mode for a lot of different projects, but I still haven't forgotten about you. Are you down to grab some coffee sometime tomorrow? So, first off, thank you so much for checking out the show. If you're enjoying the show, it would be a huge benefit to us if you could like us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter... We're all over the place. Uh, we normally post interesting updates on movies and television, incredible cinematography from fantastic films, the occasional meme, and of course, updates on the podcast itself. Links to all of our social medias are in the description of this podcast as clickable links, so it only takes a second to do so. I am working on a Facebook-specific group to, for all of our creative content and even a subreddit so that we can all stay in contact with each other. So hopefully that will co- be coming out your way shortly Uh, thank you to krfc for having us on their podcasting network if you haven't heard krfc is a nonprofit radio station based out of northern colorado who are getting into the podcasting game they have some incredible podcasts already on the network and many more releasing in the weeks to come go to krfc.fm for more information about them one last thing before we get back to our show we want to get back to answering questions from you our audience you have something on your mind when it comes to movies or television? Please let us know. Leave your questions for us on our social medias, or you can email us at podcast at As always, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show, and I love you. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. This is what we have. We don't okay. know if we've won the challenge yet. This is a nail biter. So we have Audrey Hepburn and Always with Keith David. Now, is that a romantic comedy? I believe it's just a romance.
0: Okay. I, I wouldn't. Okay, I, from what I saw, it didn't look like a comedy. So we have that anyway.
2: Going to a Requiem for a Dream, romantic comedy. To Jennifer Connelly, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's that's two degrees. Jennifer Connelly to Labyrinth, with Kevin Clash, who was in The Muppets, with Jason Siegel, who was in Forgetting Sarah
0: Marshall. That counts. That's and it's... and The Muppets, I would
1: probably you would count. As well. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that's it. That's And it.
2: Jason Segel to um, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis that's six. And Mila Kunis to that's seven. We just counted it though, and it worked. How did we? How did we mess it up? Always Requiem Labyrinth Muppets, Forgetting Star Marshall, um, Black
1: Swan. Oh, uh, that's six then. Yeah,
2: because yeah. we went Mila Kunis to Black Swan to Natalie Portman. Yep. Yep. All right. Nice God, we took a weird turn there, but it worked. Yeah. That's nice um, done.
1: That's how it's done. You it's could done.
2: even take. Well, no, never mind. I was going to say. So do you, you you will count the Muppets as a rom com? Yeah. And what was the other one? Um Oh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mm -hmm. And Black Swan, you could...
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is such a funny romance, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, That and Requiem for a Dream. (laughs) Total comedy. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I'm glad I didn't do my added challenge for you guys then, because... that wouldn't have happened at all well why don't you tell us what uh, yeah. what you have so originally I was I was thinking of but when when you guys when your faces dropped when I <laughs> first gave you the names I decided not to give the other challenge which you was had, you had two challenges well it's kind of a hybrid because you I I wanted let's hear it I wanted to help you out in the chain by making sure you included Meg Ryan. Who is like in so many romantic comedies. And so you could have counted her in a movie as in any one of the romantic comedies that you used. So you see how it's it's not so much an added challenge as just kind of a way to. So what was your uh, what your Uh, what I had was, yes, Audrey Hepburn in always with Keith David. And he was in my mom's new boyfriend with Meg Ryan. Who? Yeah, oh,
1: yeah, I remember that yeah, one so right. well. No,
0: I don't know that one. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot of romantic comedies <laughs> out there, and I don't okay. know which ones you guys know of. I, I've I've seen quite a few in my life with older sisters and whatnot. Uh, have you seen that movie? No, I have not seen that one. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, Meg Ryan in Hurly Burley with Robin Wright. Okay. And okay. then that moves on yeah, to yeah. Princess Bride, yeah. Cary Elwes, and he was in No Strings Attached with Natalie Portman.
1: Carrie Elwes was in that. He was, mm-hmm. Really? Yeah.
2: All right. Cool. So, yeah. All right. S- there you go. S- nice, dude. That was a good one. Thanks. That came down to the wire, too.
0: Hey, Michael, you need and to watch... I had to help you out. Hey, Michael, you need it. Hey, Michael. Yes, we did
2: get it. We audience, we did get a clue. We didn't. We couldn't think of an Andrea Burn thing. Hey,
0: Michael. Hey. You have Charles. to watch Cloverfield this week. Okay. The third one. That, that sounds like a really intense punishment. No, not Cloverfield. <sighs> yeah. So. <sighs>
1: Uh yeah, watch it so we can talk about it. Yeah, that's that's absolutely. your that's your punishment and, and quotation marks. Um, I, I dig it. I think I think that is maybe a, a good way to handle that.
0: If uh, if it's unclear, you know how much help you need, then
1: maybe maybe the punishment movie shouldn't be as hard. as punishment. Yeah, I agree ish. with that. Yeah, I like that. I dig that. I also think that from here on out we should use movies that we've seen before, in our thing. That's true. only that we've seen before, no, like not, the Challenger. No, not not the Challenger, but the the Challenger E. Well, I mean, there's like, no way of knowing that, though. Well, I mean, there's. I mean, okay, the Challenger. Yes, I think that. I mean, we've all seen a shit ton of movies. Let's be real here. Right. I think it should be. It should be more like the way that we go. It should be a little bit more recognizable than, hey, remember that? I feel rando like you have this complaint movie? every time okay. I have a challenge. And the
0: problem is that I don't know what you guys have seen. And the fun of it, in my opinion, and by the way, we should. Cut this out of the oh, no. No, um, no. I guess. fighting. is that is that you guys come up with stuff that I wouldn't have. And That's so true. yeah, I got there, but
1: in a you different get there way in a completely did. different way. And true. last
0: time I went with the generational move mm-hmm. um you you pulled out that uh that whole thing with the I Love Lucy, oh, yeah. uh, John, John Wayne, Wayne. <laughs> and connected him to Michael Sarah. like at the last second and that was i I didn't see any of that coming That's, that's very true so i i think that we should keep the format i'm trying really hard to, I think that was a good one. To come up with relevant movies that that's I true. feel like you've seen. That's but true.
2: It. I also feel like if that's going to be a role, then the people that are chosen to start and end, we have to know who they are. Last week, we had no idea who either of your did people you guys, were. Did exactly. you guys
1: look up who these people were? Because I had multiple people Snapchat me. They're like, how the fuck do they not know who these people are? They were in one or two big movies, none of, neither of right. which I had ever seen.
2: Okay. Or yeah. and so, I've heard of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, but I never saw it. So yeah. that's and a, I wouldn't that's have known her name anyway. issue. Too, right. That so
0: we didn't complain about. So true. Yeah.
2: <laughs> true, 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 true. I well, I complained about it last week. I was like, no, I was. <laughs> no. I whine.
0: Mm-hmm. That's not
2: fair.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's true. It's it's true. I tricky. think we all get a little whiny at times.
0: Hey, yeah, it's no. it's good to be
1: good sports about it. No. Overall. All right, guys. It's been an hour. We need to move on. All right. All right. So we have a new, super, wonderful segment that um, I have to I have to get. <laughs> Ready to say it, but it's uh, Charles is super serious. Uh, fuck! I knew that was gonna happen. Jesus, first <laughs> try time. it again. All right, take two. Charles is super serious and totally not pretentious. Behind the scenes look at entertainment to give you a better idea of the craft. Corner. What's that acronym? It's sad. Not
0: Yeah, did you say KKK?
1: No, I said K Oh, okay, c-caw. C-caw. Like- Oh. Yeah, not- But even if I okay, even if I did say that's still nothing. Now, if I added one more in into this, I'm finishing this up. That's a dumb joke. <laughs> Cut it out. All right, and uh, so this whole thing is where we're going to be talking about specific acts of acting, uh, directing, editing, anything that we, we want to talk about here and kind of delve deep into these specific things. And you did a fun thing where we uh, made it Valentine's Day related right with your Mm -hmm. with your six degrees i want to do the same thing okay i want to make it all about love now picture a pink a pink cloud with the word love i get the reference and charles is brushing it away i I think i think sometimes (laughs) you forget that this is an audio podcast and people can't see what the fuck you're doing uh but anyways we're gonna be talking about love this week (laughs) um and specifically actors and portraying love Right. So my biggest question for you guys is, are there how do you feel about actors who don't have that chemistry on television, movies, theater specifically? Is it something that you're able to notice? Is that something that you're able to see? Is that something that you're able to train actors to feel is so that's that's kind of where I want to go. But there's some other aspects uh, that I want to go down this as well. And and yeah, you don't even have to talk about
0: romantic chemistry exclusively, just because I my mind immediately goes to Doctor Who and the Matt Smith, Karen Gillan, Arthur Darville team-up. Mm-hmm. How, yes, two of them are married, right. and there was a bit of brief play where they were like, oh, is she going to fall in love with the Doctor? Is she going to choose him? Blah, blah, blah. Then they went away from that. and it just became about the trio and they worked so well together and that was far and away the best chemistry i've seen on a screen before Mm -hmm. those three and to date yeah okay so that was the noticeable one for me the ones that i don't notice are things like apparently dirty dancing those two patrick swayze and uh jennifer gray jennifer gray did not get along at all they hated each other's guts Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't have known that because they seemed at least solid enough performers. so who's to say? yeah there was there's another uh, famous couple that didn't get along which was Tim Allen
2: and uh, Patricia Richardson from Homeland Probe Improvement. They oh, did yeah. not get along well and you I would have never known that yeah and because that they had such great chemistry and I think that's sometimes it's chemistry is something sometimes it just comes naturally to certain people um, sometimes. There are people that are good with everyone, and sometimes there are people that are good with other certain people, and sometimes it's just there are a, there's a couple people that it's like oil and water. They do not mm-hmm. mix. Um, I think about watching Elizabeth Montgomery and Dick York as such a great couple on Bewitched the first few seasons, and then Dick Sargent comes in, and I'm going, this just doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. It just seems odd. And it was it wasn't that he was repl- he replaced Dick York. It was that they didn't have the best chemistry. Right. Mm-hmm. That one's really apparent because it was the same characters. So you can just see how that works. Yeah. Um. There there was rumor that I don't know if this is true, but I heard this Jeffrey Owens who played elvin on the cosby show and uh the girl that played sandra the oldest daughter i can't think of her name LaBeouf for something laboeuf not shia
1: <laughs> so i the, think the sabrina... oldest the oldest woman in the the cast shia LaBeouf. i think it might be <laughs>
2: sabrina LaBeouf. anyway <laughs> they were cast as this couple and they ended up getting married in the second season i think and they thought that not on the show they got married oh, not in real life okay um and the, they ended up The writers and the directors and producers didn't think that they ended up having good chemistry, but they kept them both on the show. And so, if you look at those shows, most of their scenes are not together. Interesting. And like I said, I've never confirmed that that's true or not, but that's an interesting way to do it because he is a great actor. Right. And so, that's one way to get around it, I guess. So, yeah.
0: Or, um, how I met your mother, Allison Hannigan, pretty much. Most of the time, refused to kiss Jason Segel because he was a smoker. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. Okay. and so they
1: they really didn't kiss very often in the show. Go oh, on. Okay. Cool. Uh, so the one that I think of for the most part for this kind of character is Michael C. Hall and Jennifer Carpenter, and Dexter is what I was just going to talk we about. We were totally on the same track. Yeah, so like they got divorced in like the sixth season, right? And they
0: were playing brother and sister. Playing
1: brother and sister. And then in the seventh season, there was like a weird romantic connection where they were like, she was super into her brother. It was so, so that, And they played it really well for what was written, but it was, I mean, it was shitty writing, let's be real here, but it was... It was good acting. Huh. Yeah, for That's people
0: who had just they got weren't divorced, even attracted to each yeah. other anymore. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Like within the the entirety of the show, they they met each other, they fell in love, they got married, they got divorced. Yeah. Yeah. Look at um, uh,
2: David Arquette and Courtney Cox. That they oh, met yeah. during Scream. They ended up getting getting married. I think they were still married in the third movie, but by four they were divorced. Hmm. And it was still. I it didn't come off and. They didn't change the characters as much, right? I, I thought I thought they did a great job. Um, another one I think of is Lucy and Desi, who are, for my money, probably some of the best chemistry you'll ever see anywhere. Lucy Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. Mm. Um, and they were divorced for most of the sh- most of yeah. the time they worked together. Anytime I saw her with another man, in, an, in like the Lucy Show or whatever other show she did after I Love Lucy, which were never as good as I Love Lucy, it, I wasn't. I could I didn't feel it. It yeah. was like it's got to be. It's like where's Desi? And it, um, I've heard people in interviews that knew Lucy well into her old age <laughs> that she never stopped talking about Desi, even though they had been divorced for thirty or forty years. Really? Or she always talked about him. Oh, that's really cool. Even though she was remarried. <laughs> yeah. So there's something there's some people have a certain connection. Well mm-hmm. and
0: yeah. um I'd like if we could talk about live theater for a little bit. Oh yeah. Um because yes, I've I've done several romantic shows where I have created like a really good bond with the girl playing opposite of me and it it's really bizarre because it's like, well, no, we're not actually romantically interested in each other, but we have good chemistry regardless. Yeah. And it's it's a really weird feeling to <laughs> to separate reality from the show in those cases. Right. Um, and so yeah, I don't know, and I know several people who have had to work with exes in shows mm-hmm. um, quite a lot and which is tricky, <laughs> tricky ground to navigate. And then also talking about the non-romantic thing, so I've been in Forever Plaid twice, once with once Charles, with me. And that time the chemistry you fell was, in love.
1: With the chemistry between I, us we was fell hardcore in love. Like yeah. if you watch that end monologue, it's like, why aren't they making it? I thought you guys were a
0: couple. <laughs> I really
1: did. No, seriously. did you? No. Like, okay, because the amount of times that Michael and I have been told that aren't, wait, are you guys? dating or living together people have asked so many times if we live together Never well have. i mean it's because we do so well yeah yeah uh, we don't <laughs> but what you don't and tell don't. is that you share a bedroom
0: right and a bed exactly and a body <laughs> <laughs> so that chemistry was so natural because uh, him and me and one other cast member we all actually knew each other from high school mm-hmm. and so there was nothing fake or performing about it yeah it was it
1: was really real
0: yeah and i think that's what sold it because honestly like we weren't we weren't crazy tight vocally, but people said it was an amazing show and it was like, I think it's just because we had so much fun with each
1: other. Yeah, and I mean like a lot of the a lot of the things that we were trying to do we were trying to make each other laugh. And I think that really helps in a show where like this this show specifically, like I'm not trying to make the audience laugh. Fuck you guys, I don't give a fuck. Uh, I'm trying to make you guys laugh. Like you you and uh, you and Joel. So oh, well, I mean I love I my that. audience, but I, um, since I've already, I'm, not, I'm trying not
2: to name drop. <laughs> can you rhyme their name? No, I've already talked about her <laughs> this episode, but Jalynn, my lady, um, who I've directed in a, a couple of shows, but she um, has really great chemistry with somebody we all know, Kevin. And any time I can see those two playing opposite each other is gold on stage. They were Tevia. Mm. and um, Golda. Golda together. They were uh, Ponch and uh, Peretti in Spelling Bee. They, I mean, and they any, were my
0: parents. Yeah, anytime, and By
2: By Yeah, and Bye Bye Birdie. Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. McAfee, that's right. Anytime you can get those two together on stage, it's it's theater gold. Yeah. And I don't know very many people like that. And I'm not just saying that because I know them, they're my friends. It really is like those two together, something yep. about it. It's a very
0: loosey and kind
2: of thing going on.
0: Um, anyway, yeah. So maybe... Maybe some of these people who are exes and stuff, like it, it's it, maybe it's a good outlet for them, even if they do despise each other, okay. to, uh-huh. to, uh, to play that up. So, that chemistry, okay, okay, yeah, possibly. I mean, I was gonna make a joke, but I'm not gonna, oh, okay. It <laughs> I mean, like Amy, Amy Poehler being in episodes of Arrested Development, I'm pretty sure that was after her actual divorce with Will Arnett, yeah, probably. And they, I, I think they played it up for that reason, mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah.
1: I mean, people get along. I get along with most of my exes. All my exes live in Texas. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's a good one. Did you make that up? Oh, hey, Michael, <laughs> Michael, Michael, can you please can you please move on to the next segment? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is <laughs> Thank it, you. Is it my
0: segment? Oh, yeah, that's right. <clears throat> so I have a new list for you guys of how it definitely shouldn't have ended, uh, keeping with the romantic theme here mm. today. So kind of a combination. I want to see what you guys do with You've Got Mail and Sleepless in Seattle. Okay, I love these movies. I am just a sucker for Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. We've talked about
2: this. Um, Listen, You've Got Mail is borderline creepy because... Technically, Joe Fox is kind of stalking her.
0: He's totally stalking her. It's like a prequel to
2: Unsane with AOL. So he's kind of stalking her (laughs) because she's telling who she thinks is a stranger, where she's going to meet someone and how she's feeling and blah, blah, blah. And she doesn't know he knows, even though she ends up telling him, it's still stalker-ish. So here's what I would like to do. He never ends up meeting her as... NY152. He just continues the stalker thing, and uh, it just goes on and on, and I guess, that, um, you know, I don't know if
0: it could really end, but... So, so maybe, you know, they get married, have kids, and he's just always aware of her yeah. secret relationship. Are you with... going to go meet this guy, or what? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It could start with Sleepless in Seattle, where... Because that one's that right. one they meet because of Over radio show, yeah, or phone, and so it's Ra- well, it's a yeah, precursor show. to the digital age, and so maybe they don't meet in Sleepers in Seattle, and they both move on with their lives, and then he continues to stalk
1: her once AOL happens. Here, uh, yeah, here, okay. here we go. I want to <laughs> yes, and this fair um, fire. <laughs> so you mentioned the fact that Tom Hanks is a fucking creeper, and you've got mail. Right. Yeah. So, they decide. Like he e- he emails her and he's like, "All right, we're gonna meet at Starbucks. Right at five p.m. I want to see you. I want you to wear that beautiful red dress. I want you to bring some flowers. <laughs> I'll I'll buy the Starbucks." And he he starts walking and he gets to the Starbucks and who's sitting there? Chris Hansen from <laughs> To Catch a Predator. <laughs> I like that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's a good
2: ending. I, I just feel like, how did Meg Ryan not pick up on it? Because, or I, like, he just happens to keep showing up where she is in New York City. No, no, yeah. that's not going to happen. Oh, I keep bumping into you. That's so pleasant. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. but really, is it, though? Because you hated this guy a week ago. <laughs> anyway, I think All it right. could go on and it could get creepier and creepier and turn into an insane thing. I like it.
0: Sounds good to me. Yeah, Tom Hanks doesn't exist. Or does he?
2: Meet me at the <laughs> farmer's
0: market, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. Next movie. Wait, no, 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 okay. no.
1: We need to go into, are there any movies where Tom Hanks plays like a fucking creeper? Besides Castaway? <laughs> okay, so that is only because they cropped out him like, like actually like starting the fire. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about later when he delivers that package.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of...
1: I mean, it's kind of weird. I don't ew. think that's kind No, that's I mean, it was, it, it, was re-
0: <laughs> it was really cool artistically, and the through line of the... It, it makes
1: perfect sense. And we don't know if that's, like, they're going to be a couple or anything like that. I right? wanted made... him to follow that truck so bad. Yeah. Hmm. Spoiler alert. Sorry, I was supposed to say yeah. that before, but whatever.
0: Yeah, I liked that they ended it on a note of uncertainty, but, um, just, I mean, she could have taken that the wrong way, where he's like, here's this package. Now
1: what
0: you the hell yeah
1: you can't say package it's two thousand seventeen what was the Tom Hanks what were you gonna say what, has Tom oh, Hanks yeah. ever... has Tom Hanks ever played that like fucking creeper character I know Robin Williams did in that like one uh, hour one photo. hour photo, photo yeah
2: even death to Smoochie, he was yeah, yeah. Uh, road to
0: Perdition did you see that I mean that? that's um
2: he was a bit kind of a of.
0: womanizer in um Uh, dragnet I wouldn't say a creeper but he was he's definitely yeah he's almost a creeper in big that's true
2: yeah but he's a kid so he doesn't know any better yeah it's very true I don't know alternate ending to that yikes (laughs) All right. <laughs> Yo, no, we're not going to. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, starring Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> Oofa doofa. Okay. What other movies? Yes, yeah, So have the first? next movie. Oh, I ending, can't get away from alternate
1: this. Alternate
0: ending, please, to Titanic. All right. All right.
1: Titanic. You got so, anything? So okay. What no. Do you got? I I think we need to put some rules out there. Okay. We need to stay away from the obvious suggestion of that the boat doesn't sink. No, that Jack can fit on the fucking door, too. Now, wait a minute. This is my ending. I said
2: they both fit on the boat, or on the door, but they never find the whistle, so they just
0: freeze.
1: That's good. So it's like... They
0: freeze together.
1: It's kind of like, you know, I don't fucking know anymore. anymore. And
0: they find the the heart of the ocean, like, right away.
1: Dead. (laughs) The end. And there's no old lady to throw anything in the ocean. okay, okay. Yeah. So the old lady, like, comes up to Bill Paxton... And she's like, you know what? I've been fucking with you for like three hours, dude. Like, this shit. I wasn't on this boat. <laughs> I that was never on the boat. I'm not
0: even old enough to have been on that boat. That yeah. Be good. yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. We have the. We have the End Night Shyamalan style ending. And then we have the the really romantic ending where they actually freeze together. Because honestly, regardless of whether or not the door would have sunk if they were on it together Because it probably would have. It probably would have but they would also have the added bonus of each other's body warmth. True.
1: I mean, also in near vicinity to them, there was like a shit ton of debris.
0: Right. (laughs) Find another piece (laughs) of something dude.
1: There was enough. It, but uh, at goi- that point, they were so traumatized
0: and cold, maybe they couldn't
1: See, they, they're blind. <laughs> they're cold. They got that cold blindness.
2: Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, going back, Bill Paxton and the old lady should definitely
1: hook up. Oh, they do. <laughs> have you seen the alternate ending? Yeah. No. It's like a weird... It's, it's On a door. So, <laughs> so, have you ever seen Team America War- World Police? Mm. Do you know the sex scene in that? Yes. Where it's I like four. I would never seen it. Where it's like four minutes of like yes, dolls yes, yes, boning, yes, yes, right? Yes, yes. It's exactly <laughs> that scene recreated, but with Bill Paxton and the old lady. Oh okay. gosh. All right. On that note, lastly <laughs> Because We're kind of going in the romantic you, tragedy route. You are now. the second person this week that have told me that they don't enjoy that movie, and that's so weird. I don't, I absolutely adore that movie. The film. movie isn't that bad. That scene, though, is just it's, not it's rough, gratuitous for sure. Uh, there's, there's an alternate, like, uncensored one that's even longer where she takes a, I know yeah, she takes a crap on his chest. It's gross. Oy vey. So. Oy vey. Um,
0: so lastly, <laughs> alternate ending, please, Let's to make this better. the Pixar film Up <laughs> Up. Yeah, I love Up.
1: Me too. The old guy and the kid really hook up at the end. <laughs> oh, God! Uh, Starring Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yep. um, that joke
0: just never gets old, does it?
1: Or the I mean, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Doug needs a girlfriend. Okay, yeah.
0: So, so we, we do this typical Disney style where literally every character gets a significant other by the end of the movie.
2: Mm-hmm. How about the old lady from Titanic? <laughs> She needs crosses her. over to Up. And okay. granted, it is 20 years later. Yeah,
1: she so she's needs a friend. probably 120
0: by now. And they because, live in Paradise Falls together. Because,
1: well, yeah, and Bill Paxton, like, turned her down. He's like, what this? old lady. Bill Paxton hangs out with the Boy Scout. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, no. And I'm, does, like, big brother things. I'm 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 okay with making a Kevin Spacey joke in that that. But direction. Bill, dead, Bill so Paxton said, Bill Paxton. Yeah, man.
2: I, all I had for Up was that the house ends up going through the Macy's Day
1: parade. I couldn't think of anything <laughs> that else.
0: That would be amazing. I couldn't amazing. think of anything else. Okay.
1: Has there has there ever been a Macy's Day parade up balloon? And I don't if think not, so. what the fuck are they doing? Why not? I did a that um, makes so much sense. My
0: my old work, they did a an Easter time contest where you you get marshmallow peeps and you make some sort of a diorama. And so it's just a a little fun arts and crafts contest. And we recreated Up with Marshmallow Peeps as the balloons. That's (laughs) fun. It was really fun. And so if we thought of that, then, yeah, why haven't they put a house in the Macy's Day Parade? That is absurd. I don't know. I'm going to look it up and see. But I don't ever remember seeing one. Oh, man. I would so dig that ending, though. Where like he's just so off course doesn't get anywhere near Paradise Falls and has this big old fight blah 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 and then suddenly they're just floating along <laughs> behind Snoopy. <laughs> I dig it.
2: I don't see one. Yeah. Um, and uh, somebody has to fall off the house, but who do you want to kill?
1: Okay, we're gonna do a Requiem for a Dream <laughs> style ending for Up. Okay. All right. So. It starts this build up where you know the old man is is trying to go on this adventure right trying to get out of town the kid's going with him uh, the old man starts realizing that he has diabetes and his <laughs> legs about to fall off, oh, no. so they have to amputate. <laughs> The so old man's he, leg. He
0: gets his badge by <laughs> doing. His it's his first his, aid. Yeah, his first oh, aid okay. badge
1: is yeah is is by uh is by like removing the old man's leg. Oh wow! So and then um, yeah, so, the old man ends up in jail because he stole a kid. <laughs> completely accident, he stole a kid. for months. <laughs> Like where is that kid's parents? Seriously. They're like, Oh, he's just out helping old people. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> For months? Come on. Come on. <laughs> I think I think that's even my...
0: if it was just over the course of a couple of days, you would think there'd be some sort of investigation.
1: Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every single episode we have to have one we have to have one ass to ass. Every single episode. <laughs> From here, do we though?
2: Yes, <laughs> it's do always we? me that says yes to yes. Yes, yes to yes, yes to yes.
1: Oh man! And I think that gentleman means that we are done for the I week. Think so. Thank you so much for joining me this week, guys. Oh, you yeah. know what? I wanted to shout out somebody if you guys don't
2: mind. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Because they shout actually it. Mench- they actually mentioned me in their shout it shout it two part podcast. Uh, this the first one was released this week, and one's coming up next week. Um, the girls over at Bitchcraft are talking about Columbine High School, and um, I shared them, some of my um, online correspondence with uh, Eric Harris, which is freaky and not something that I really like to talk about, but um, I did talk to her about it and she's going to talk about it on their upcoming oh, show. Nice. So um, they're,
1: they're so awesome. The show love, is so
2: good. Yeah, I love Bitchcraft. Go check out Bitchcraft Podcast um, and y- uh, y- they talk about true crime. They talk about um, just weird... Dirty, dark stuff. And I love it. It's, you know, kind of, they talk about kind of serial killer kind of stuff and just weird stuff. And mm-hmm. I, it's like, it's just fun to listen to. Right. They're cool. Go check them out. Oh yeah. obey. All
1: right, I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna do the same thing. Charles, you're okay. gold blooming. I'm gold blooming. Uh, uh,
2: are, 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 you gonna actually have any uh, dinosaurs on your uh, dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> tour here? God, uh, uh, <laughs>
1: uh, life, uh, life uh, <laughs> f- finds a way. Um, <laughs> but I would like to uh, 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 um, okay. say. Uh, quick shout outs to Derek from sometimes key. He's gonna be on our show next week. Oh, yes, okay um, We're gonna be recording an episode with him. Uh, I'm going to be on his show. I'm recording an episode with him This evening. Okay. Uh, this evening. Yeah, we're gonna be on his podcast talking about video game movies All right. like the, the Mario movie Super Mario Bros. Oh, the movie man. with John Leguizamo as Luigi as Luigi Mario <laughs> <laughs> because they Bob, are the Mario Bob, Brothers, and their last okay. name is Mario. Bob Hoskins as Mario Mario. <laughs> uh, Does Mario have a last name? Mario. What? No. so he's... His name is Mario Mario. No. They they announced this in canon. His name is Mario Mario.
2: I don't like that. <laughs> I think it should just be Mario, like Prince, or Madonna. Share. Oh, Share.
1: All right. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Do you as... have Do you have a podcast you want to shout out? Do you listen to podcasts? This one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> plug okay, no, no, plug, plug, <laughs> plug your favorite host from the Something Random podcast. I don't want to play that game. Play the fucking game, Michael. No, there is no right answer to that question. Oh yeah, there is. It's yourself. <laughs> You're I mean, supposed to be your own, your own favorite, number one fan. No, that's not. not no. Okay, never mind. All right okay <laughs> hmm? bye
2: thanks for listening yeah we're, we're, we're as running.
1: always guys my name is Charles Joseph Kelly I'm going to interrupt the fuck out of you to finish this thing up my name I was Ra- trying to finish it up <laughs> finish your damn name say your damn name boy I am Michael C. Macbeth Joel you can hurry it up please <laughs> Michael C. Macbeth <laughs> we'll see you next time yeah, yeah, happy, thanks so much. happy Valentine's Day happy Valentine's oh should we name we, we should name it Valentine's Day is not Valentine's Day. It should be the the sexy chocolate day. Happy sexy chocolate day. Happy chocolate. sexy chocolate. Sexual
2: chocolate. <laughs> what was
0: it? Chocolate is the ultimate aphrodisiac. And... Give it up for my bad
1: sexual chocolate. It you so fine, don't you agree? So, Michael, <laughs> so before we Charles. go, I need you to do one thing for me. Okay. Please say that to your girlfriend. <laughs> Please. I'll, I'll get the exact quote, though, because I don't think that was it. What was it? It's from the room was where he's it? feeding chocolate to his girl. Mm-hmm. There's right. only one kind of chocolate have you can give yourselves have. a wonderful week.